views expressed on this program are those of the hosts, guests, and callers, and are not necessarily those of this station, its management, or other advertisers. You're listening to Transformation Talk Radio. Hi, welcome. This is Dr. John Demartini. This is one of the most amazing and inspiring shows that you can listen into. If you want to be on the edge of your seats, if you want to open up your heart, if you want to expand your mind, and you want to meet incredible people, stay tuned because you're just about to experience a transformative radio show that will change your life. And you're listening to the Dr. Pat Show that's coming up right next. The following audio is via a Skype call. Welcome to the Dr. Pat Show. Talk radio to thrive by. Powerful, inspiring, and coming to you live, bringing you stories of people like you and me, busting through and living life full out. Get ready to dare to wonder what your life would be like if you knew you could not fail. This is Colette Marie Stefan, and welcome to the Dr. Pat Show. I'm filling in for Dr. Pat today, and uh, my guest today on the show will be uh, Phil Free, who I've been working with for close to a decade now doing energy work. Um, our show today, Phil, are you there? Yes, I am. Thanks for yeah. having me. Um, I just wanted to introduce Phil. Um, Phil is, um, he first began using energy work to improve his life when he he was uh, affected by allergy symptoms in 1998 and has continued to apply energy techniques for everyday issues to facilitate improvement for himself, his family, his friends, clients, and he feels strongly that others can benefit from it too. Uh, Phil was born and raised in San Francisco to French parents and grew up bilingual. He received a journeyman certificate from the Musicians Institute in Los Angeles in 2001. Uh, Phil has lived up and down the coast of California before settling in Tucson, Arizona in 2009 with his family. And I first met Phil years ago uh, in 2008, I think, and we we uh, have been. We were at a seminar attending, uh, and uh, how to learn how to do energy work, and we've been working together pretty much ever since. Phil has been uh, co-hosting my show, The Truth Is Funny, uh, Wednesday mornings at eight o'clock a.m. Pacific time. He's been co-hosting for me um, the first Wednesday of every month, and uh, today, you know, our show is called Hangover Remedy. <laughs> uh, we can fix. You can call in one eight one eight hundred nine three zero two eight one nine. Uh, we're taking calls if you would like to have some energy shifted. And, you know, when I, when we're talking about the hangover remedy, we're talking about like the, the Christmas holidays and the New Year's holidays and the Thanksgiving holidays and how everybody's feeling right now today. So if you're feeling like um, you would like some shifting to happen, um, call in. And um, also, if you actually do have a hangover... <laughs> We can work on that for you too. <laughs> so, Phil, what would you like to? What, what are you picking up as the um, energy this morning? Yeah, lots of things. Uh, New Year, or um, so a lot of people might be going back to work today. Things like that. So, a lot of people obviously uh, probably spent a lot of money over the holidays. Probably ate a lot of food. Maybe drank a lot. So uh, it could be a hangover of alcohol, but it could be sort of a hangover of having overspent, overeaten, or things like that. So we can address all those things today. Cool. Like, so, you know, I would like to start by just um, saying Happy New Year to everybody out there. And, you know, 
Um, <laughs> if you've already broken your resolution on New Year's Day, <laughs> you can always uh, wait for, I always say, you know, the new year, people have a tendency to make a lot of, um, uh, you know, promises to themselves. And uh, I always say, uh, you know, every, I like to, I like to celebrate every day as a beautiful day as much as possible. I don't like to save it all up for just, you know, four or five holidays throughout the year where you really get to, you know, uh, you know, have a beautiful day and the rest you're kind of going back to work. And that's kind of what the energy feels like, doesn't it, Phil? Well, to a degree. So, you know, and in that there's a lot of variance in the sense that some people enjoy their work and some people really don't. So for some, they're looking forward to going back to work <laughs> really, you know, not. Well, I was looking forward to the radio show with you today <laughs> and, you know, and filling in for Dr. Pat, maybe giving her a little rest here. <laughs> happy, uh, happy New Year, Dr. Pat, if you're listening. <laughs> and uh, yeah, you know, going back to work, it's, you know, uh, it, it's, it, that, that's the number one weakness that I picked up this morning. And I actually, uh, because I work in so many time zones, I already had two um, consultations this morning and they were both about career. And a lot of the people that I've been working with in the last couple of weeks have been, um, you know, concerned with career, with money, with what's going on in the new year. Uh, it seems like there's a lot of people, the, a lot of um, people that are working in offices are shifting a lot into, you know, different um, ways of doing things. I think the systems are all being like um, changed right now. I know for myself with the computers that um, everything's getting updated right now and it's kind of like you go to your computer and none of the screens are the same and it's just kind of that type of energy of, okay, let's get on with this new year. Um, you know, we do have a caller, Phil. Did you want to take the call now before the sure. break or? Okay. Sure. All right. Stuff. Yeah, sure. Um, Benny, who do we have there? Yeah, we'll take Marie calling in from Paris, France. Hello, Marie. All, all right. Hi, Marie. Hi. Hi. Hi, dear Colette, and hello to Phil. Hi. My, Happy New Year. <laughs> Happy New Year. I'm yeah. calling in because a lot of times people have hopes for the New Year, everything will be perfect, but then it's not. I saw yesterday pictures of my friends' happy families, and it brought up for me that, oh, I don't, I'm alone. I don't have that. So can you fix me? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Phil, um, well, first of all, we're going to get a, a, we like to just get a feeling for where you're at, a baseline for where you're at. So, you know, um, I experienced a little bit of that because my daughter and I had just a very quiet Christmas and New Year's together. And it just, yeah, like everybody else seemed to be doing the thing, you know. Um, but for me, um, this is my favorite time because this is when I really allow myself to not do all that and paint. <laughs> like, uh, not houses, but do my paintings. And, um, you know, I'm just, I can feel a very deep grief coming from you. i just like to see if you're, you know, on a scale of zero to ten, ten being... You know, it's really, you're really, really, really feeling this in a very deep way and zero being that, ah, oh, it's not, you know, you're pretty neutral to it. Where are you on that scale? was an eight, but already now I'm down to six or maybe even to four. <laughs> <laughs> See, that's easy. Phil, what were you doing? <laughs> <laughs> Silently in the background there. Yeah. Well, there's a lot of things. So part of it is just changing our expectations. And um, so part of it is um, 
also making the choices. So a lot of times we feel like we're swept up in the holidays and we have to do what is expected of us. And a lot of us forget to consciously decide what we want to do and what we don't want to do. And we end up doing a bunch of things that we are not strong to doing in a sense. Like, oh, I'm buying gifts, yeah. but I don't, my, my heart might not be into it. So things like that. So we're just going to strengthen you to each decision you make and each decision you make during the holiday seasons. Um, it's a, you know, it's a decision you make out of strength, not out of pressure. Okay. And I mean, there can be pressure, yeah. but if it's strong, you know, you want, you want to be strong ultimately to your decisions. And so for you, if you're not going to have a lot of people to be with, it's fine to do all kinds of things. I mean, you can go on holidays by yourself. You can catch up on housework or some hobbies of yours, like Colette was mentioning with her painting and things like that. So um, part of it is the expectations that you're supposed to be doing things and that others expect that of you. And if you didn't, then somehow you're sad and depressed. And it doesn't have to be that way. You can choose. I'm actually uh, getting a- Phil that she's not really like the grief wasn't even really hers. It was more like she was supposed to feel grief. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, <laughs> You, you know, like the holidays, that was fine. Just getting back, I felt that creeping back in. Mm-hmm. You know, um, because I was picking up as soon as Phil said that about the expectations, you know, like um, um, the, you know, I have the dragon cards and the one that I picked this morning was anticipation, which is kind of like different from expectation. Expectations are things that kind of we feel we have to do. Anticipation, I'm just getting that. You know, before Christmas, there's so much anticipation. People are anticipating getting together with family and, you know, the little ones are all excited and they're waiting for Santa to come in most houses. And so it's all this really kind of excited energy. And when that energy drops off, uh, it's natural, um, whether it's a holiday or whether it's a sporting event or a wedding or any of that, it's very common psychologically because this is coming up psychological for you also. It's it's very common psychologically for you to, um, you know, for people to put a bunch of effort into creating the event and then it's over and it's just over. Right. <laughs> you know? Yeah. And, oh, and so that energy, yeah. 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 And so this isn't really about the Christmas. It's about things being over is what's coming up for like, oh. you know, yeah. Yeah. That's what I was getting. So, if we check in with you right now, like, what number are you at now? One or two. Mm-hmm. So, Phil, can we get her to a zero here? <laughs> I don't know if she wants to. All <laughs> <laughs> uh, right. Um, so, just strengthen um, again. So, not only the so the new year. So, you mentioned the new year at the very beginning. Uh, we're just going to strengthen you to your goals so you can set goals anytime you don't have to wait for a date uh dates are just arbitrary arbitrary in certain ways so whether it's january 1st or january 3rd today or january 7th or whenever you can decide anytime you want to start a new goal a new path some new actions so right now it's also part of it is the pressure that you're putting on yourself to accomplish like okay it's you know we're just like it's like gambling almost, you know, I'm going to try to my goals and we'll see what happens. And it's like, it's not so hit or miss as you think it is. You just have to put one foot in front of the other and take actions right. towards your goals every day. Even if it's a small step, take a step towards your actions, towards your goals every day. And it won't be hit or miss. You'll get there. 
and and uh, Marie, the other thing that's coming up is, and this is something actually that Phil and I were talking about earlier, is that um, people, when you know you're in this position where you are are going to moving towards your goals, you know you always want to have that greater vision of what your life how you want it to be so you know like that's like the big screen and then the goals are kind of steps of action that you take towards um being um you know when you when you're being in this place of um like you might have a specific goal that takes you to your vision but your the goal itself is not the vision and so if it was your goal to have a really beautiful Christmas this year and, and maybe get married and have babies and have that happen last year and be doing that this year, that's what's sort of coming up for you is like that family thing. Then that's just one yeah. goal that you didn't quite reach. It's mm. not your whole vision that's been like destroyed. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. So when you when you think about that um, and 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 you start focusing on what's going right in your life, then um, you know that's that's kind of not so much right, but what's working strong for you. Can you think of something that went really well for you this last while? Yeah, even today, uh, sharing lunch and now dinner with uh, friends here, and I. I really enjoy their company, and I really like myself. I really like who I am. <laughs> so, Phil, <laughs> what what else are you getting here? Because I feel like she's at zero pretty much now. <laughs> yeah. Well, good. Yeah. So, build build on what you just said that you like who you are. So, if you like who you are, you have a very strong foundation to work with. Now, create the things you want to do. You deserve it, right? Yeah. Great. Right. Ah. Thank you. Thank you very much. You too. Oh, you're very welcome. You know, enjoy your day <laughs> or your evening. I guess it's nine hours ahead in Paris there, right? Yes, it's evening. Yeah. Here, yeah. yeah. Have a have a really beautiful evening. Thank you. <laughs> okay. Thank you for calling in. Uh, Benny, it looks like we um, haven't, uh, we have another caller here. We can certainly do that. We'll go and uh, skip our middle break, or, and we'll take. That's fine. We can take it at the bottom. That's totally cool. Trisha from British Columbia, British Columbia has joined us. Hello, Trisha. Hello. Hi, Patricia. Happy New Year. Hi there. <laughs> what Happy can Phil and I do? <laughs> what can Phil and I do for you? Well, today's my 49th birthday. Oh, congratulations! <laughs> How are yeah. you feeling? <laughs> uh, so, are you? Are you? How are you feeling about turning forty-nine? Um, unsure about forty-nine. Okay, on a scale of zero to ten, ten being, ugh, I really don't want to be forty-nine. To zero um, being, yeah, it's all cool. Where are you on that scale? Probably about a five. Okay, Phil. <laughs> Okay. Uh, basically, uh, just getting you strong to the time passing to your age. Let's get you strong to uh, the new year. Um, okay, so let's get you strong to the future in general. So also getting you strong to the past and the present as well. All right. So some of what we said to the previous caller is uh, 
is not it's, it's not getting caught in despair. So just when it comes to your goals, they it's more in your own hands, not up to chance. And uh, right now, there's a lot of despair in your mind and your thinking, a lot of confusion. So we're just gonna remove some of that. So sort of some of its attitude, some of its outlook. So we're gonna just strengthen you to all those things. And uh, if you want to change the, you know, if you want to balance those things a bit, then we're going. To, then it'll improve. They will all improve, and the situation will improve as well. So one thing that's coming up, um, of course, when you're turning 49, it's the big 5-0. <laughs> and so um, quite often when people have a weakness to their age and they're leaving one decade and moving into another decade, they'll tend to take themselves to the end of the other decade, of the, you know, to, from 49 to 59. And so we want to strengthen you that, you know, um, being strong to the age that you're at now. And this was coming up for me uh, quite, you know, with quite a few people also is, do you find yourself throughout your life having apologized for your age? Um, I don't think so. Because uh, many people, um, without recognizing it, they're apologizing like, oh, I'm sorry, I'm only five and I can't go play with the big kids at school because I'm not old enough. Or, um, you know, I'm 30 years old and I'm not married yet and I, you know, I don't have my first baby. Or um, quite common in some cultures, if you're 25 and you're a woman and you're not married, you're a shame to the family. So these are the kinds of energies that I'm feeling coming in, not necessarily from your family, but just from kind of the whole big 5-0 thing, you know? So we want to strengthen you to that. And I, I, it was kind of interesting that you said you're at a five. That's sort of being caught in the middle, middle age, kind of mid, you know, midlife crisis age. <laughs> Phil, um, what else are you picking up? All right. So, yeah, just getting stronger to the joys. I mean, um, so right now it's kind of like the associations of things going downhill or something like that. Well, you know, it's, it's up to you how you want to look at it and what you want to create with the rest of your life. Uh, if you choose, you know, if you choose to take actions and if you choose to be the, the master of your reality in a sense. So right now it's just getting you in touch with the joys of your life, what you enjoy. And it's like there's been a lot of things that feels like been depressing in a sense or bringing you down and getting you strong to connecting with things that you enjoy and doing, putting more energy into those things. And also just uh, part of it is not spending so much time with the things that bother you. And also just part of it for you, I'm sensing, is 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 like your care for people in a sense sometimes weakens you and that you have to let people go through their things. People aren't going to make the decisions we want them to make. They're going to make the choices they want to make. And we have to be neutral to all everyone's decisions. So really not letting others depress you and putting more focus on, hey, I got to I got to create my own happiness because no one else is going to do it. And that kind of uh, that kind of switch of mentality will change will change some things for you. How are you feeling, okay. Trisha? I'm feeling good. Um, what number are um, you at now? Like a one. Mm-hmm. So is there something, are you going to do something fun today for your birthday? Um, I normally go skiing on, on my birthday, but Bill's working today, so um, we'll have to postpone that for another day. And so um, what are you going to do with your day? 
now that you have it to yourself. <laughs> I'm going to take uh, my my buddy for a walk, and I'm going to go swimming. There we go. So we're going to strengthen you to those activities, like uh, Phil said, to the joyfulness of just being here on this earth. And when we think of it, all of us are, you know, really one thing we can be sure of in, in our lives, as they say, is, is, you know, birth, death and taxes. <laughs> so, you know, other, you know, other than those things. So we, we just want to strengthen you to that, that, you know, uh, every day on this planet, even when it's challenging or things aren't going exactly the way that we think they are, it really is a gift. And when you think about it, every morning when you wake up is like a new year or like a new day. And um, just want to strengthen you to having a really beautiful day, giving yourself total permission to enjoying yourself and just enjoying like uh, the small moments, like when you take the dog for the walk and, and you know, and go swimming, just enjoying the feeling of your body enjoying the feeling of the nature, you know, and of just being part of this wonderful experience that you're having on, on the earth today. We just strengthen you to having like an awesome, amazing day. <laughs> Even if it's not, uh, it doesn't have to be really exciting or so, you know, like that you have to do special things, but you can allow yourself to especially enjoy today is what I'm getting. So, um, you know, once again, happy birthday. Phil, do you have any last uh, advice here for Patricia? Just remember that you have much more say in creating your reality than you've given yourself permission up to now. And just, you know, you try it out. I mean, just do it a little bit step by step. You know, what do I want today? What can I create today that I haven't done before? Or how can I further my, you know, my happiness or my life goals? And taking those actions, it, it'll, it comes together. People forget how much choice we have in life. And we get caught up in, like the previous caller, with Christmas pressures, with other kind of pressures, pressures of taxes, like and, and all those things. You know, We forget to have fun and make choices a lot of times. Okay, well, thank, thank you, you so you much, much. Yeah, for calling in, Trisha, and have an amazing day. <laughs> thank you. So, Phil, that's pretty, um, you know, to have a birthday and it being like the beginning of the new year, right? Yeah. It was kind of like a double whammy yeah. <laughs> is what I got for her. So, you know, we're going to be taking a break in the next few minutes here. You know, did you want to just expand a little bit on this? Because I'm getting that the way Patricia was feeling and, and I want to thank her for calling in and, um, you know, because when one person calls in quite often, a lot of other people are still are also feeling this energy. And so just by listening and accepting the, the energetic shifts uh, from when we were working with her, we can also, um, you know, anyone listening now or later can also use that to shift themselves also. Um, because we're all connected uh, on the planet, we, we're all feeling similar things, but we're feeling them in our own way. So what, what would you feel like, um, because this double whammy, you know, what is it that, why is there so much energy like at the, at the new year? Well, there's a lot of things going on there. So, I mean, we've already talked about some of them. There's expectations. A lot of people think that this is the time to make a lot of changes in a sense of putting too much pressure on this time. Like, 
Like, you know, if you don't achieve and, you know, and then you're a failure and you could be a failure, you know, by January 2nd already, like you and I yeah. were kind of joking about <laughs> earlier off the phone or off the, off the radio that, yeah, some people have already missed on their goals by January 2nd. They feel like failures already on the second. And that's, you know, that's a shame to, you know, go through the whole year feeling that way, you know, or the whole year minus the first day, maybe. Um, <laughs> so, that's a rough start. <laughs> right, right, right. So like I was saying to this last caller that anytime really, and like we've talked about off, off the radio too recently, there's lots of new years, you know, there's a Gregorian new year right now that just passed and there's a Chinese new year coming up. I mean, there's, there's various calendars, you know, some people like to follow the Mayan calendar. Some people like to follow the, you know, the lunar calendars. So it's, it's all kinds of things out there. And any day is a perfect day to make a change. If you're ready to make a change, and you're ready to improve your life, then there's never been a better time than right now. It doesn't matter what the numbers say on the on the calendar. So what you're saying is don't wait 363 more days. <laughs> That's what I would say. I'd say don't give up on your year. If you've already failed on a couple of your goals, don't give up on the whole year. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe when we come back, we'll, um, uh, because I looked up, you know, what, what, most people's goals, you know, when they make resolutions, what the, the what those resolutions are, and maybe we can, you know, the top ten, maybe we could kind of um, touch base on some of them a little bit and shift some energy for um, people on a, you know, <laughs> like on, on a greater scale, because people have a tendency, you know, to want sort of the same things generally, and uh, and and. Most people, when they are making resolu resolutions for the new year, they they tend to really put kind of yeah, either they're going to do it for sure, or they're they're kind of they say it, but they really don't. There's nothing backing it. So when we come back, we'll do that. You are listening to the Dr. Pat Show, and I am filling in for Dr. Pat today. This is Colette Marie Steffen. I have a radio show. Through Transformation Talk Radio, The Truth is Funny, Wednesdays at 8 o'clock a.m. Pacific Time. You can call in 1-800-930-2819 when we come back right after this short break. Have you ever said to yourself, I need to let this go? While the phrase sounds effective, what does it actually mean? How do you let something go? Hi, I'm Eve from Elite Tarot, host of the weekly show, Mainstream Metaphysics Radio. As an intuitive coach and professional tarot card reader, I work with clients worldwide on using energy effectively to embrace joy. Here's an idea when letting something go. Find a time you won't be disturbed, and just between you and the universe, handwrite a letter sharing all your feelings of anger, hurt, and sadness. At the end, write, however, I choose to live my life with love, joy, and strength, and so for all that, I release you. After you sign your name, immediately shred the letter noting how your body physically feels as you release something that you've been carrying for oh so long. If you'd like to schedule a session, please visit my site at EliteTarot.com. That's E-L-I-T-E-T-A-R-O-T.com. Holistic Medical Center is where you find it all. A healthy space with doctors who care, see, and listen to the whole you. Hi, this is Dr. Darvish. If you have not found an answer to your chronic symptoms, you will find answers here at Holistic Medical Center. Our doctors find the root cause of your symptoms and guide your body towards healing naturally. 
We transform lives from within. Visit drdarvish.com or call 425-451-0404. Gain powerful insight and practical tools to support you on your spiritual journey. Access your higher self and tune in every second and fourth Thursday at 12 p.m. Pacific to A Life Untethered with Andrew Martin. And now, co-host Jeremy Nudell, Walking the Path of Freedom. Andrew is a highly attuned, intuitive oracle, energy worker, spiritual teacher, and international radio host. For more about Andrew and his services, visit andrewmartin.energy. Transformation Talk Radio is dedicated to the education and awareness of Lyme disease. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Lyme Talk Radio. I'm Dr. Pat, joined here by Dr. Nusheen Darvish. Dr. Pat Basili and Dr. Nusheen Darvish will be bringing the most innovative, groundbreaking information, research, treatment innovations, and stories from those it affects every day. I'm so excited to be talking about this. We have so much to share. Dr. Darvish and I are planning to do is connect the dots. People suffering with all sorts of chronic diseases, it's time. It is time for them to transform. Tune into Lyme Talk Radio and help keep our mission strong. For the loyal listeners out there that have been listening to this incredible show on Lyme disease, we are not going to let you down. We're going to come through stronger and enrich the platform for Lyme disease awareness through Lyme Talk Radio. The message will continue. The conversations will become stronger and the healing epic. We're back on the Dr. Pat Show on Transformation Talk Radio. This is Colette Marie Stephan. I am filling in for Dr. Pat, and I have Phil free on with me right now. Phil, would you just share your contact information in case people want to get in touch with you? Sure. People can email me at whatphil at hotmail.com, W-H-A-T-P-H-I-L at hotmail.com. That's the way to get to me. And if people want to reach me, you can reach me at thetruthisfunny.com and also talesfromthevector.com. And I'm also on social media, Facebook, Twitter, etc. at The Truth is Funny with Colette. And, you know, before the break, um, we are still taking callers, 1-800-930-2819 if you want to call in. Um, we were saying before the break here that we were going to touch base on some of the number one um, issues that people tend to make resolutions over in the new year. And the number one in North America, this is the number one resolution that most people make for the, for um, new year's day, new year's Eve is um, to lose weight. (laughs) And the thing about losing weight is that um, the word lose has a tendency to trigger everybody. So if you think about losing your car keys, you know, the first thing you want to do is go find them. And, you know, when you're losing weight, that's kind of like what we call a diet. So what are you picking up the number one weaknesses here, Phil, for people to, you know, get into a position where they're satisfied with the weight they're at? All right. So, I mean, wow, there's a lot of issues there. So, I mean, part of it is it's coming off as like the way we think and our attitudes around food for one. Um, so then, um, then what we actually intake is also could be stronger. All right. The way we grow the, the food, the way it's processed, the way it's packaged and the way it's delivered, even all these things could be strengthened. All right. So even 
all those things, the awareness of all these things could be strengthened for most people. Um, so right now it's like, uh, it's, it's like there's a lot of gorging when it comes to food and, um, a lot of the food is very low quality too. So that's what's making a lot of people overweight and that's what they don't understand. So let's just strengthen them to understand that. And if they want to lose weight in a sense, or be less heavy in a sense, um, then eating higher quality foods in a sense, and then just getting, so from an energetic standpoint, getting their energy just strong to everything they consume, whether it's, you know, healthy or not. Um, so that they're not weakened by it. They can digest it. They can get whatever nutrients they can from it. Uh, a lot of it is just, um, people have a misinterpretation around eating around food a lot of people are kind of addicted to brands is what they don't even realize it's not even a particular food type it's a brand okay that's interesting and that hasn't come up before (laughs) for me brand yeah so it's like you know some people really need a particular soda or a particular whatever in their for comfort and it's like you, you say oh well i can make the same soda out of fresh ingredients for you here you know, everything's the exact same and they won't want it or it'll be different in their heads. It'll be like, ah, but it's not the same. It's not the same as my soda that I usually buy at the store. So you're and, talking about emotional um, attachments then? Yeah. Yes, there are emotional attachments for sure. And psychological and mental attachments as well. So we could probably spend the next year just on on losing weight. So we're going to go on to the next yeah. one. But those are, you know, a good place to start is recognizing what are you putting into your body? And is it going where it needs to go? And then are you eliminating properly that, you know, like, so just strengthening those things for everybody. The next number two is people say that they want to get organized. (laughs) And, um, you know, if you think about it, you already are part of the perfect organization of the universe. (laughs) So what are you picking up for getting organized as the leading weakness for most people right now? Well, yeah, I'll, I'll second what you just said, that if we can see the, the cosmic order in a sense that, yes, we're all part of the greater cosmic order, we won't put so much pressure on a, where we're at. You know, there's supposed to be some organization and some chaos in the universe at all times. Um, so whether we're part of that organization or part of the chaos, just being okay with it. <laughs> as far as more specifically to our, you know, 3D existence right now, um, with our organization – right now it comes with in order to get organized i'd say that people forget to prioritize before organizing if you organize but you have terrible priorities then you're gonna get all those things that are not very important done first so in a sense it's like organizing without prioritizing can be actually not very helpful and sometimes even dangerous because it's getting you to do the wrong things first so i would emphasize to people to have know what your priorities are in life first and then organize around your priorities you know if your loved ones are your priorities and make sure that there's time spent with them and there's care and all that stuff if uh you know if yourself or if it's your environment that you spend time in making it a beautiful environment etc cetera, etc cetera. all right that's you know i love that um you know very well put you know if you're um, organizing and your priorities aren't in order first, <laughs> then yeah, you could be organizing something that, you know, it could be taking you away from what you really would benefit from. And so the next one, number three, is people say they want to spend less and save more. And what I say to this is save yourself 
by investing in yourself more and spend less energy searching for answers outside of you. So a lot of times people, um, you know, they think their savings account as a save me account. <laughs> and uh, there's always this fear of, um, you know, there's not gonna, this lack fear. There's not going to be enough. So, you know, what are you picking up around that? All right. So there's a lot around that too. So part of it is um, the way we're trained, like you said, uh, to save and uh, hold on to things. Um, so part of it is um, our whole understanding of money and everything else. Um, so we're just going to strengthen our perspective in general, just have a bigger perspective that um, you know, money again, it's just, it's sort of a middleman in a sense, you know, it's just, it's an IOU, you know, and the, if you go back, I, I love to use a simple example, the days before money. And it was just like, Hey, I was trading apples for oranges or, you know, my apples for your oranges or something like that. And one day, you know, one year my apples didn't come in. So I wrote a little IOU, you know, I took, you know, the excess oranges from my friend or whatever, but I wrote an IOU to them saying, Hey, next year I owe you twice as many apples because I didn't get you any this year. And so that's all paper, that money was just that piece of paper. That's all it ever was in a sense. So really it's just like to hold on to these piece of papers, these IOUs, doesn't make a whole lot of sense. I mean, we want to just, we want to even things. We want to even the energy. So if there is, you know, something that we can buy or whatever with that money and that enhance our lives and enhance other people's lives, then by all means, you know, that's what it's for. It's not there to hold on to, you know, why do we want a bunch of papers that say IOU on them? <laughs> That's a good point. And um, the thing that I, you know, a lot of times when I, um, what I'm, I'm feeling right now, and this is quite common, is people feeling the need kind of for false gratitude. Like we're supposed to be so grateful everything for everything we have. And um, I like the word appreciation better because gratitude is when you are thankful for something and appreciation is when you are thankful for something and you also understand the value of the gift that you've been given. And so quite a lot, like the, the number one way we show appreciation for um, services or for, uh, you know, food, whatever, the way we show that is through money. And so money is just another energy and it's a money, uh, it's an energy of appreciation. So if we start having appreciation for our work and we have appreciation for uh, the people around us and, and for the things that we do have and we really understand their value and, and what is valuable to us, we're better, it's, it seems to me it's easier to invest your money rather than spend it then. Does that feel strong to you, Phil? Well, in a sense, but I would just I would I would take it a step further and say that every dollar we spend or every whatever you know currency you live in, every uh, unit that you spend is an investment in a sense. That whatever you know, whatever store that I choose to buy my grocery from, my groceries from, I'm investing in that store, and and therefore the farmers that they buy the food from, and and, and the drivers who drive it there, and all of that. So every purchase is an investment, whether we see it or not. And that's actually, yeah, very powerful realization because if we really are aware of that, then we're going to recognize that um, we have so much power with our money. And then if we put that together with that old expression of put your money where your mouth is, then we realize we have tons of power here. So if we put our money towards the things we really feel will improve the world, then that will really, <laughs> that'll be a great investment in and of itself. 
I love that. That's a good one. So the next one is people say they want to enjoy life to the fullest. And, you know, this is kind of what we were just talking about. You know, what does it mean to enjoy life to the fullest? You know, you have to define full for you so that you can put a plan of action into the place, into place to get to where you want to go with it. So, but a lot of people say that's, you know, that's number four, um, you know, um, enjoy life to the fullest. What are you getting on that one, Phil? All right. So I would say, again, perspective of life. I, I feel like it's particular, particularly in uh, North America and a lot of the world, there's this view that life is about just being happy all the time and anything that's not happy is a bad thing. And I would say to get the full spectrum, I mean, there's all emotions. There is happiness and there is sadness and there's everything. And to be able to master all of it, to me, is more interesting than trying to be happy all the time because I know that's a goal that I'll never achieve, trying to be happy all the time. <laughs> so i rather learn to uh, be at one with all the emotions that happen in life and learn how to handle them all with grace and, uh, you know, balance. That's that. That's a really, really good point. Also, <laughs> so number five, um, people say they are staying or getting fit to be healthy. So, um, you know, what I say about this in my book, um, and my book is "The Truth Is Funny." I've got these listed in here. Is you know, if if your your health is a given, when all of your systems are in order, then you know, systems are um, and and there's balance, as you said, even um, in in the actions we take, in the food we eat, in in the amount we work, in the amount we play. Um, these different aspects of life are um, things that we, you know, the more balanced they are the more able we are to be in a position to, you know, live our life to the fullest and to move towards some place that we want to be and being able to be healthy and fit most certainly is one of those. Um, what are you picking up on this, Phil? Well, being fit um, has a lot to do with um, uh, the image of, like, the media puts out there being fit like that's what comes up for most people i sense is they get the uh, like the images and commercials of people working out or running by the beach and um we think that we have to make some sort of like extra effort to be fit in a sense when um in a sense like we can be fit just by living the life we live right now and that's what a lot of people don't understand uh, from even from a sitting position. You can do exercise. We can tense every muscle in our body at any given time, which is essentially, you know, what we're doing during exercise. We're tensing and relaxing and things like that. It looks like we have a break coming up. So yeah, we can. We'll, 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 we'll continue with this one when we come back. I'm Colette Marie Steffen. You're listening to the Dr. Pat Show on Transformation Talk Radio. I'm filling in for Pat today, and um, we will be, we're talking about the New Year's resolutions. We'll see how many more we can get through the common New Year's resolutions when we come back right after this short break. Tune in to Lucid Planet Radio with Dr. Kelly Neff. This hit show will illuminate your senses and empower you beyond your daily stressors and hardships. Renowned psychologist and author Dr. Kelly will captivate you with far-reaching topics and amazing guests. 
as you wake to the greatest version of yourself. Learn to tap into your intuitions, think critically about our world, heal emotional and psychological wounds, and follow your passions to live your dreams. The Lucid Planet, welcome home. Visit lucidplanetradio.com for more information. Amber Teal, founder of The Healthy Edge, is bringing you the hit show Healthy Edge Radio, living with power, passion, and purpose. Amber provides the support and tools necessary for you to finally release the weight and emotions that are hidden beneath the weight. Tune in each month on Transformation Talk Radio. For more information on how you can take the next step with Amber, visit GetTheHealthyEdge.com. Be you plus live your purpose equals joy. That's the motto of Unstuck Joy with Vicki Todd. Vicki believes you were born with gifts that are meant to make the world brighter. Each show will feature an art visioning journal prompt to help you create your way to soul clarity. If you're ready to get unstuck and create more joy, this show is for you. Tune in the first and third Tuesday at 3 p.m. Pacific on Transformation Talk Radio. For more information, visit VickiWorldArt.com. Tune in to the hit show, Raging Skillet Radio, mouthing off with Chef Rossi. Chef Rossi mouths off about different subjects in pursuit of breaking down walls and opening up your minds. She and Dr. Pat banter back and forth, taking from the headlines of the day on subjects that reach beyond what goes on in the world into your hearts. And go to theragingskillet.com to find out more and let Chef Rossi know what's on your mind. Are you stuck in unhealthy habits, toxic relationships, or low self-esteem? Do you crave a life of inspiration, love, self-acceptance, and fun? Sounds like you're on the verge. On the verge to your next big thing. Join Laura Richer, host of On The Verge Radio, helping you use your breakdown for a breakthrough, overcome life's greatest challenges, and live the life you want and deserve. Tune in each month on Transformation Talk Radio or visit seattlehealinghypnosis.com for more information. If you're dealing with fear and anxiety, you've probably noticed that the more you fight these emotions, the stronger they seem to get. Dr. Friedemann Schaub, the author of The Fear and Anxiety Solution, explains that instead of suppressing, we need to identify and resolve the deeper, subconscious root causes of fear and anxiety. His personal breakthrough program has helped thousands worldwide to overcome their emotional challenges. To learn more, visit thefearandanxietysolution.com and schedule your free consultation with Dr. Schaub now. This is Colette Marie Steffen. You're listening to the Dr. Pat Show on Transformation Talk Radio. And I am filling in for her today with Phil Free. And we are talking about New Year's resolutions and um, what the common ones. Uh, this is for North America. And we were at number six now, or we, we, we were talking about fitness. Phil, we, we just wanted to um, touch base on that quickly, and then we'll go to the next one. Sure. So just reminding people that they can tense, you know, you could like do the tense, you know, tense your bicep, like, you know, or tense your triceps, tense your, you know, thighs, anywhere you want. And uh, you can get a workout right where you are, right where you're sitting, right where you're standing. Just want to remind people that and uh, it's not this arduous thing to go work out. And as long as we stay active too in life, you know, we usually stay fit. If we're happy, we're active, we're doing things we enjoy, where we see purpose and meaning to our life. And, you know, it's easy to stay fit that way. We don't think about it so much. 
I agree. And, you know, like I'm, I'm in Canada here in British Columbia and we had like, wow, in, in a four day period, we had like over a foot of snow. So, you know, instead of bitching the whole time, I'm shoveling it. I'm like, um, you know, strengthening myself to, you know, using my left arm and using my right arm and then, you know, making it a little bit more fun. And it's a really good workout. <laughs> you know, some people go to the gym and some people shovel snow. <laughs> but if, you know, it's kind of your attitude when you're doing it. If you, you're aware of what your body's doing when you're doing any activity and you put the tension into the muscles that, that the um, energy is required from, it, it is a total workout. And so um, the next one that people say is they want to learn something exciting or new. And, you know, I say if you want to learn something exciting or new and you've forgotten how to, hang out with babies because <laughs> they'll show you how. Babies are always, everything's new to babies, everything. And so, you know, they're always putting things in their mouth. They're, you know, checking this out, checking that out. And it's kind of having that innocence that, you know, you wouldn't have to be good at something to do it. You could, you could go and do something that you know that you might not be good at right away and that you would be okay with that. So, you know, what's the energy around that, Phil? Well, I think you nailed it. Um, we kind of lose the curiosity in a sense as we grow older. And then we also feel like we start judging ourselves and others judge us about how good we are about something. And so we feel like if we're not that good at something, it's not worth pursuing, you know, it's like oh, I'll never be a professional athlete, so I shouldn't even play anymore. But it's like, well, you can still go play with your friends. You can still have fun playing. You don't have to pursue a professional career, you know, if you don't want to, but still have fun with it. So people just kind of like, you know, we get caught in this idea that, you know, hobbies kind of become a waste of time and we got to focus on survival and all this other stuff. And yeah, you know, that's where it goes. <laughs> okay, the next one is quit smoking. <laughs> uh, many people have difficulty quitting anything. <laughs> you know, um, and I, quite often the number one shift that I give people when they say they want to quit smoking is, uh, you know, I'll ask them, you know, are you a quitter? And they'll, no, I'm not a quitter. I'm not a quitter. And I'm like, well, maybe in this case you could be. <laughs> what do you have to say about this one, Phil? Uh, yeah, it reminds me of like a bumper sticker I've seen a few times. I think it says... Uh, Rehab is for quitters. Uh, <laughs> just as a humor. But um, yeah, just uh, again, you're right. You're, you're nailing it again that uh, like it's kind of like the losing weight thing. You know, if, if we don't like being losers or losing, but we want to lose weight, we, you know, it's, it's like a lot of people, you know, don't like that or they don't understand the reverse psychology that's happening to themselves. And same thing in this case. Uh, if they want to quit smoking, but they have a weakness to being quitters, it's going to be tough to quit smoking. <laughs> and that one's kind of funny, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. I've, I, you know, many times over the years when I've shifted people to quit smoking, that's exactly what they say. I'm not a quitter. If you ask them that, <laughs> you know, it makes me laugh. Um, the, the next one is, um, help others fulfill their dreams. And this one is one because I deal with so many people, you know, anyone who's listening to this radio show or, um, you know, is interested in this kind of thing. They are, um, generally people that are caring about other people. And a lot of them will come say this to me. They want to help others fulfill their dreams. And what I have to say about that is empower yourself to fulfill your dreams and then lead, um, by example. How does that feel to you? 
Yeah, I would say that too. Um, basically, that you know, we can't really fulfill other people's dreams for them. I mean, we think we can. You know, even think about this. Like, let's say, even if like, even if it's a you know, kind of a shallow dream, like a you know, like a teenager's dream to have a Mercedes or something like that, and somebody you know, like the rich father or somebody or the rich uncle buys them, you know, their Mercedes. Uh, if on some level they weren't really responsible enough to handle it or don't understand what a responsibility it is, there's a very good chance they'll wreck it or they'll, they'll treat it really bad or, you know, it'll fall apart real quick and uh, they won't value it, you know, in a sense. So it's like sometimes what I'm saying is that even when we get what we want, um, it's not always like, you know, from somebody else, it's not always good. It's like sometimes it's better to work our way up. We truly appreciate it that much more than having it gifted to us. Good point. Um, here's the next one. People say, and this kind of ties in with our first caller today, that they want to fall in love. And what I say about this in my book is, you know, fall and fail are only one letter apart. And it's a, it's a amazing, you know, what a, a little I can do. <laughs> Falling and failing. You don't want to fall in love or fail in love. You want to just love is, is, is what I'm getting for the weakness is like as if it's out of your control, you know, what are you, what are you getting, Phil? Certainly I would say same as you and as well, uh, just even the concept, it's such a bad expression. If you think about it, we fall in love as is say that we're like, you know, as in, uh, we, we lose ourselves somehow when we go in, when we're in love and it may be appropriate for many situations cause that's what does happen. But, uh, <laughs> But nevertheless, yeah, but nevertheless, that's not the ideal. That's not the, you know, that's not the unconditional love that, you know, we really want in a sense. Absolutely. So the next one is spend more time with family. And what I have uh, to say about this is invest time in your family. Don't do time with them. <laughs> Some people might be resonating with that one after the holiday season. What are you getting around this, Phil? Well, I, w I would agree with that. I'd say that, um, yeah, it's like a lot of times it's, just, you know, we think that it's just about getting together or whatever. And then we kind of, the rest of the year we spend, you know, more time um, adding distance, to, you know, between ourselves. And then we, we just try to get together. And it's like, yeah, a lot of families don't have real projects uh, necessarily that they work on together or you know, things that they invest in together, like whether it's, hey, let's invest in a business or let's invest in a property or let's invest in spending time together every year or whatever it is. Um, a lot of families forget to do that. So, yes, I would just second that. Invest time, you know, in, in things we want to, in the relationship we want to have and the things we want to create and the world we want to see rather than thinking we have to do time with them. So, you know, that is kind of, beautiful how it came up because that when I, I said I pulled a card this morning from my dragon deck from Tales from the Vector and I was like oh it's anticipation and you know the opposite of anticipation is basically expectation and I feel like that basically you know um, if families mm, the weakness is kind of like um, families kind of competing with each other rather than working together as a team like you just said and yeah. so and, yeah. and then we could take that even further and we could say, you know, taking, taking um, it to a cosmic level that, you know, as each individual is strong within themselves and strong within their family, then they're strong 
you know, it makes the, the entire universe stronger. So we got about, you know, just 30 seconds or so left here. So any last words you have about this? We did manage to make it through the list here. So, you know, what, what would you like to say, you know, for the final minute here? So. Sure. Well, I'll say what I've said many times to end the show. I'll say that, hey, look around uh, the reality that you see around you that's been created by humans. Everything was a thought before it was a reality. So once again, uh, think about the reality that you want and visualize it, see it. And uh, enough of us, uh, you know, see it and visualize a beautiful world. And it's just a matter of time before that will be what we're experiencing. Awesome. Well, I want to thank you so much for coming on the show, Phil. Uh, I had a lot of fun doing this with you, and um, actually, you're going to be on my show tomorrow morning, uh, 8 o'clock a.m. Pacific time. The truth is funny. I want to thank Benny and uh, Pat for this opportunity to host your show, and happy holidays to all of you out there at Transformation Talk Radio, and happy holidays, um, and or have a good week from the happy holidays for the audience listening in and thank you for um, your time and bye for now we'll be back uh, tomorrow Wednesday 8 a.m. Pacific time uh, on The Truth is Funny Preceding audio was via a Skype call.